Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. Walking is Fitness is sponsored by BetterHelp. Walking can help with anxiety. Being out in nature can lower the feelings of anxiety. But if you're feeling anxiety or more, wouldn't it be good to get to the root cause of that, what's actually causing this, and to learn some positive coping skills? As helpful as it is to get out and take a walk, you can't do this all day long. If you're thinking about therapy, I want to invite you, to encourage you, to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash walking to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash walking. Today's 10-minute walk is helping you keep the fitness promise you made to yourself. And we'll add another link to your growing fitness chain. If you've been listening for a while, you've heard me mention from time to time how Ava and I will walk into the center of town. And I mentioned that we live in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and I imagine that for some, that paints the picture of the center of town being down by the ocean, the heart of the resort. That's actually not what I'm referring to. While our zip code is Myrtle Beach, we actually live a couple of miles from the ocean, We live in an area called the Market Common District. It's a shopping restaurant area that's about a mile from where we live. And today, I'm actually walking through the Market Common District, through the center of town. I just passed the barber shop where I get my hair cut. I'm coming up on the movie theater. In front of the theater is the town, the community Christmas tree. It's large. It's lit up. I'm walking super early in the morning. Some would even say I'm walking in the middle of the night. The Market Common is empty. 
save for one person who I just saw who is running. I wonder if this is what Charles Dickens experienced. Charles Dickens, the famous 19th century author who had insomnia for a season of his life, he, instead of just laying in bed, would get up and walk through the streets of London in the middle of the night. And he probably walked past barber shops and the theater, although they didn't have movies in the 19th century. Certainly they had plays, some famous theaters in London. I'm walking past a restaurant right now. I'm sure that Charles Dickens, during his middle-of-the-night excursions, would walk past restaurants and pubs closed. There aren't a whole lot of folks out here as I'm walking. I've seen one runner. There's now a, a vehicle, a truck, looks like it's a utility truck, driving through the Market Common. Actually, it might be security as they're driving around. And I wonder how many people were out when Charles Dickens was, was walking in the middle of the night, probably more than I'm experiencing right now. I'm going to turn a corner, and to my left is a bookstore, Barnes & Noble, in fact, which, of course, Dickens didn't have, but Charles Dickens' books are in this bookstore. Maybe not all of them, but I'm sure quite a few of them, including maybe his most famous, A Christmas Carol, certainly famous this time of year. I've mentioned that my career has been in radio as a disc jockey. And my desire to do that actually started when I was in my teen years. I think I was 14, 13, 14, 14. And there was a disc jockey in Baltimore who was very famous. He was a morning disc jockey. His name was Johnny Walker. And it was actually Johnny Walker, listening to Johnny Walker, that triggered this desire in me, this desire to be on the radio, because he made it sound so much fun. And so I would wake up early in the morning, and I would listen to him. I would lay in bed, and I would listen to him. I would dream of that day, one day, when I could do what Johnny Walker did. And then one year, at Christmas time. He decided to do a radio version of A Christmas Carol. And he had listeners call in and audition for the different parts of the play. Now, someone was to be Scrooge. Someone was to be the ghost of Christmas past, Christmas present, Christmas future. Someone was to be Bob Cratchit and his son, Tiny Tim. And so I called in to audition to be in the play. And it was the first time I was on the radio. I auditioned, and Johnny Walker gave me a part. He actually created a part. <laughs> he created a part just for me. Because I think all the other parts were full, or maybe I wasn't good enough. I don't know. But he created a role just for me, Tiny Tim's younger brother. And I don't remember what my line was. And I think that's all I had, one line. 
And so there was one morning when he had all of the people who were playing these roles call in. This was all put on the air. Call in and and do their lines. And I called in. I did my line. And then I think it might have been a few days later, he had his production team put it all together with music and sound effects. I don't remember precisely what was said, but my guess, because Johnny Walker was a funny DJ, that there was a humorous twist on A Christmas Carol. And he had his production team put the whole thing together, and then he debuted it probably the week before Christmas or right before Christmas. And I remember getting up and listening to it, and I was so thrilled. I was like, I'm on the radio. I'm on the radio. And my aunt heard it. She listened to Johnny Walker as well. And I think she was surprised. She didn't know that I was going to be on. And four years later, I don't know if you can hear it. This is a fountain. And I am right in the center of the Market Common, all lit up for Christmas. All the trees are, are wrapped with Christmas lights. And we've got the Christmas tree lit and big Christmas balls that are hanging. And there are some condos that are above the shops and I can see in and they've got Christmas lights that are lit. And even though I'm the only one here, it's very, very festive. And so for years later, my aunt, whenever she would see me, she would say, call me Tiny Tim's younger brother. Tiny Tim's younger brother. And that was my radio debut, thanks to Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol and Johnny Walker adapting that famous story for his morning radio show. And so Charles Dickens couldn't sleep, would get up. He would walk 12 miles, depending on his pace. If he had a Fitbit, that could be as many as 25,000 steps. And he would do this night after night after night because he couldn't sleep. Did you know that most of A Christmas Carol was written during those 12-mile walks in the middle of the night through London when Charles Dickens couldn't sleep. That beautiful story, that wonderful story that we're so familiar with that we hear this time of year was written as Charles Dickens was walking because he couldn't sleep. If your fitness promise is to take a 10-minute walk every day, you've just about fulfilled today's promise, which means you get to add another link to your growing fitness chain. And if you have the 90-day fitness chain tracker, you can color in another shoe print. You can even put a little notation on there, Christmas Eve, because not everybody is out pursuing fitness on Christmas Eve, but you are. And if you don't have the 90-day fitness chain tracker, I'd love to send it to you. It's free. There's a link in the show notes. Tap the link, download the tracker, make your fitness promise, and begin building your 90-day fitness chain. Yes, I will be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.